All right, everybody, Scoots here. Welcome to our episodically modular series, Nuns in Space. Uh, it's a story, um, episodically modular means you can listen to it in any order. And believe it or not, this is a little inside inside info. Like, I recorded two openings for this episode because I was uh, had a lot on my plate and... Uh, I didn't realize you recorded, so I don't know which open opening you heard. Whichever one is less, more seasonal, you'll probably hear that one. So maybe I don't know. So I mean, both these episodes are coming out in the autumn anyway. But you can listen to them in any. It might not be autumn where you are, of course, but it could be autumn, and you could be on the other side of the globe. You know, you're in the right place whether your toilet goes clockwise or counterclockwise. The only place I learned that was on The Simpsons. Um, where was it? Oh, I'm trying to introduce our podcast. Uh, or no, the episodically modular series, Nuns in Space. It's about, it technically is called Nuns in Space, and there are nuns in outer space, uh, in a spaceship, though they aren't the main characters. They're the nuns from my childhood, and they are in a spaceship. I am their only crew member. And part of my, you know, as their crew member, my job is to work for them. But that is not the main, you know, that's not even, that's like uh, only a small part of the story. It's one of the episodically modular modules uh, where that's just part of each episode so far. I help the nuns with some sort of issue on their ship. Like, for an example, if it was a commercial on TV and they spilled like a fruit drink, and they'd say, we need something to pick this up quick. Uh, I would find whatever it is that's the, that would pick it up quick. Like like uh, probably on a spaceship, you wouldn't use paper towels. No offense to the, you know, b- big paper out there. Or, you know, you probably, I don't know, would you though? Because like, uh, please, maybe we shouldn't go in outer space because you'd say, we'll just shoot it out the airlock, man. And I'd say, yeah, but... Uh, Probably would use a rag and then wash the rag. I don't know if they got ultrasonic, you know, just hang it outside the ship. Uh, This is why they don't, that's why they won't let me in space. But so that's part of, but the main character on the show is Stan, a sentient soda machine and so, you know, a freestyle soda machine in body or physical form. But more than that, a hero in space. And I am Stan's sidekick separated from Stan each episode because I'm on the ship with the nuns from my childhood. Stan, each episode in a very procedural way. And mysteriously, Stan, this is a part of the story you don't hear, but mysteriously, Stan will come to um, realization uh, on a planet that it's facing some sort of issue that Stan can help with. Stan has some sort of suit cosmic powers but it's kind of unaware of the powers and in some sort of loop where Stan just it doesn't really come to, but he's like, wait a second, I'm, okay, here, here's where I am. Here's the situation. Let's just say the parent, like, this is not one of the episodes, but Stan realized, oh, there's parents. They went away for a two-week vacation. They did leave the keys to a brand-new Porsche. And Stan would say, hey, Fresh Prince, probably not a good idea to drive that car. Problem solved. Let's go ride bikes and chew some gum together and maybe buy some um, 
you know, or go buy gum and have ice cream cones. So that's not, it's not that simple, though. So Stan is stuck in some sort of loop. Oh, boy, this could take the whole episode. It won't, though. But Stan also needs help. So my job, or Scooter's job, is to get from the ship, a spaceship with the nuns, to Stan to help. Because there's something else going on behind the scenes. We don't understand it. Uh, but if I help the nuns successfully, usually I can, it creates some sort of ripple in time and space that I can get to Stan to help Stan resolve Stan's problem. But then it all happens again. Stan doesn't remember anything. Neither do the nuns. I do remember stuff in the story, the character that's like uh, strongly influenced by me. Uh, fictional, though, by the way, the character in the story. That's why he's so dashing. <laughs> but uh, uh, that, that, that cracked me up. Uh, but uh, my brain comes up with these zingers. Yeah, he's too competent, uh, the, the fictional version of you. But he does, uh, what was my point? Now I got interrupted. But so I end up trying to help Stan. I do kind of remember stuff, but I'm not, you know, I'm not the best at remembering things. Even in a fictional comp, you know, when I'm dashing and competent, I tend to forget stuff. So that's basically it. We're in outer space, which could be anywhere. You know, that's kind of a general term. There's a sentient soda machine, big with the biggest heart, uh, uh, named Stan, in a worlds in worlds trying to help uh, improve situations. I go there try to help Stan, but first I have to help the nuns. It's all to help you sleep, but I couldn't do any of this without the help of a Hollywood announcer named Mister Antonio Banderas. As uh, the ladies, is the gentlemen, the boys, is the girls, the friends beyond the binary. It's time for nuns in a space. Yeah, space. Thanks, Antonio. Antonio, by the way, if you've never heard this before, Antonio drives up from Los Angeles just to record this because uh, Antonio loves, uh, for the love of sleep, right? I mean, usually when you're, sometimes when you get frustrated with me, you say for the love of something under your breath, but I'm imagining what you really mean is I'm dealing with the for love of whatever's frustration Scooter's putting in my path and growth opportunities because of, for the love of sleep. Uh, You know, really we could get to the, you know, usually when I say for the love of something under my breath, it's disempowering, but now you've shown me Antonio that if I have a power under that, uh, in your case, a love of sleep or other people, I mean, I think even below you say for a love of sleep, you really just love people. Once again, a shining example of everything except remaining perfectly quiet during a recording session without moving, not even a mouse or whatever that story goes, not even a peep, not even a mouse. Uh, the stockings were hung. That's in the holidays, but, uh, not even a peep or something. Uh, but anyway, that's a good, oh, you want to, I do love uh, people. I do love sleep. Uh, I will try not to make a peep. Yeah. Thanks. You. That was a, does it, was that like a, no, it was not a, uh, a poem. I mean, it was a poem. It wasn't with the kind of poem you're, you're talking about, Scooter. 
Thanks, everybody. It's Nuns in Space, and uh, that was Ant- Mr. Antonio Banderas. Hey, Pen Pal, it's uh, me, Stan, and uh, Pen Pal, I'm in a pickle again. So, hoping Scooter somehow hears this, uh, and I don't even know what I mean when I say I'm in a pickle again. It feels like every time I talk to you, I don't remember talking to you other than that I was in a pickle. And also feel frustrated with Scooter, which, I mean, that's kind of, you know, since we've been working together. But I could really use some help, Pen Pal. I don't know how I got here. I'm not exactly sure where I am, other than everyone that's here feels like they're in the, like, uh, wish, like a large number of the people that are here uh, have, like, some sort of uh, geographic FOMO where they feel like they're living on the edge of nowhere or in the middle of nowhere. And I thought that uh, I've learned the limits of my being edgy because I thought that uh, I would help things by being edgy. And it's not really in the, being edgy is not in the nature of a soda machine, it turns out, pen pal. Okay, so who, who you know who I am, pen pal. Otherwise, I mean, these messages only you and Scooter can listen to them anyway. But uh, who am I, and how did I get here, and where? So I'm in a pizza shop, uh, or a pizza parlor. I don't know what pizza parlor means. I guess this is. It feels like a soda shop. It's a place. Uh, I mean, this would be pretty nice, pen pal. Like where teens, I mean, other people come here to hang out and eat pizza and drink soda. Great news. And I don't have, I'm having trouble with my geography, but uh, it does seem like these are very similar to human mammals on this planet. So we could be, I don't think I'm on Earth, though, pen pal, but who knows? Maybe Earth 4, who knows? Uh, But, uh, or, you know, Earth, you know, places that... uh, Earth got, you know, Earth influenced, uh, or Earthlings have moved here. It's not important. That's only, that's the situation. Even if I'm on Earth, uh, I hope I'm not, pen pal, by the way, unless Scooter can come help me solve things. Because I'm actually the soda machine for this shop, so I'm not really, go- I'm bolted to the floor, which is frustrating, like, uh, that's frustrating. I feel like I shouldn't be bolted to the floor. But I guess if I was the owner of the pizza shop, uh, who does shine me with a rag, uh, a lot of times the rag's not the cleanest, pen pal. But we're on a planet, we're, okay, we're somewhere, doesn't matter, where everybody feels, for the most part, especially, well, the people I'm dealing with the most, which are teens, teenage, probably, maybe Earth humans, they feel like they're fro- so this because because the thing is pen pals you know some space stations have these throwback places so I'm not sure I could be on a you know I just don't want to assume but I keep you know I keep speculating because that's part of uh, when you're a soda machine and you're bolted to the floor and you've become sentient you do a lot of speculating. Okay, so the good things I'm a soda machine I work it seems like a nice place. Uh, there's teens here. Uh, things were going okay. I mean, you know, teens aren't great all the time, but they, you know, the owner's keeping, you know, he says, no, 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 you know, 
Don't rock the soda machine or whatever. Please, you know, you're welcome to eat. You know, it's, uh, those are normal ups and downs with teens, right? Which I can handle. In every, like I said, everybody has a sense they're on the edge of nowhere. And, uh, um, I guess I'm going off topic like scooters. So I'm in a, I'm in a pizza shop where teens hang out, uh, and things were mostly going well. I mean, I can be great, you know, which means not perfect. And we're in a sleepy, you know, whatever, where people consider, I mean, it just in a pizza shop. I don't know where else I am. And I'm positioned in a place where the windows, I can, like, uh, there's, anyway, they can just see, it doesn't matter. So a group of teens hang out here. Mostly, you know, there's a group, group core group of regulars. And it can be dull, but uh, it can be interesting. And one of the things was, you know, they like, they like drinking soda. So I debated talking to them. Because I was listening, you know, I've been listening in, but then it's like, well, what advice am I going to give them? And then I was feeling like I wished I was a teen and I could be involved and trying to speculate of like, well, if I start talking to them and never talk to the owner, where's Scooter? Uh, that comes up every fifth sentence. Where am I? Why am I here? What am I supposed to, am I supposed to wait? Uh, is Scooter coming? But I was honestly, pen pal, I was trying to work up the courage to talk to the teens. And then one day, I don't know, I guess I went into, I go into sleep mode. I came to, and there was this new display. They'd removed some of the booths. And it was this giant motor, like, like a motorcycle, but made out of not, like, a, it had, one had pizza cutters for wheels. And there was something else about it. Uh, it didn't look like it was made from metal, but it was called the uh, Edge Maker 2000. And I guess it was like to, uh, like, I think it was a sponsored thing from one of the companies that supplies stuff in a raffle. You could win the, uh, like a whole, you know, not that version. Obviously, you're not going to go anywhere on a vehicle that has pizza cutters for wheels. But there was something strange about it, Pen Pal. Then. Some time passed. You know, the teens were speculating. They were looking at it. Uh, but then it just became another passive thing in the background. So then, then it, like, later, no, not that long ago, and I guess this is where my own feelings come in, The, the um, there was, like, a new uh, kind of screen box on the um, between the handlebars that started to talk to the teens. Only when I thought the owner wasn't around or any adults. And first it just started making small talk, but always the small talk would lead to a sense of dissatisfaction of being in the middle of nowhere. Like all roads, if you rode with this motorcycle with pizza cutter wheels, it would talk in a way that... uh it was very seductive and cool, but it created um, it created displeasure and reminded them, "Oh, this is so boring." You're right. Uh, or I would ask questions like, "Does this town have a double Ferris wheel?" Well, only at the county fair. Like, uh, it, that's just a made up question, but stuff like that. Uh, oh wow! Uh, 
we like, where do you get your clothes? And they'd say, well, you know, whatever. And, oh, okay, because you do that all. Not directly. And then I even said stuff about me, like, what kind of soda machine is that? Uh, that looks more like a soda device. And stirring resentment for being in, in the middle of nowhere, quote quotes. And then, like, the teens would whisper about the rider of the night or something in this podcast and that it was like the rider of the night. And then it was the, and then the bike even started sending the, the teens out on quests to say, Hey, I don't know if you have any of this. Uh, I heard this town has this kind of crystal, the glowing crystal. Never heard of it. Oh, you got to go out uh, and find it. And then the teen said, well, Why? And then the bike said, well, I have a secret power. I can't, like, I'm not just the, uh, they don't just call this bike the Edgemaster 2000. And they, then they teens, but the bike had been listening or the device or whatever. They said, well, oh, like, uh, yeah, well, like, uh, you know, so it was using this uh, rider of the night. I guess it was something the teens were familiar with, uh, like some sort of talking v- 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 car. But it said, I have powers beyond your understanding to help you fix your fix your problems uh, and fix the whole universe. You're not the only ones going through this. You're going through a universal teen experience, and I can fix it for everyone forever, and you'll be uh, you'll be remembered forever. It said, but you got to go get those crystals. Then the teens said they got the crystals, and and it said, okay, good. Now you have to go get this uh, sort of liquid. I don't know. And then the teen said, well, what is your power? And the, 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 at first it said, uh, well, it said it. And, and I realized there's some sort of power. This is where I said there's something strange going on. It said, I can, I can't, I'm not, these wheels aren't just for cutting pizza. I could cut an edge in the entire universe. And everybody thought the, the bike was speaking metaphorically. But uh, then it said, no, no, no. It, so that took a while of the bike. That was not a strong suit of the bike uh, because the teen said, well, like, but, but anyway, this gets caught up in me because finally, as the bike kept coming back to the dissatisfaction, well, here's the solution. We'll just cut. If you're out on the edge, uh, what you need is more edge. And the teens got that. I guess that's a message the teens got. Uh, and I said, I had to speak up finally. I said, first of all, it's not possible to cut an edge in the universe. Uh, despite what you say, uh, that's a ridiculous idea. And then the bike started poo-pooing me and, may, you know, just saying, oh, boy, there's a grandmother soda machine. Knows everything about science. Uh, I guess you don't know about metaphysical powers or something. I said, what? Uh, and it said, yeah, I can cut an edge in the universe uh, using dark, you know, neutrinos or dark matter. I don't know, pen pal. My processing is not, you know, I don't feel like uh, being bolted to the floor makes me process less. But, I mean, I understood that part is that it, it can say, it says it's going to um, cut a hole, an edge around the universe. Uh, and... That then everybody would be living on the edge. And, and then I said, oh, okay, so let's say that you could cut an edge in the universe. Uh, 
that's not a good like that would mean that eventually everything would go over the, where's where's the edge uh and it's you said you finally this place where the matter no longer exists uh and I said to the TNC that, uh, and they said, yeah, that, that makes, you know, then they said, yeah, that'll make it exciting, man. That would give me, maybe our whole world has lost its sense of meaning. And I could like, uh, and it kept going with this. And I said, can't you, can't you see this isn't a good idea? Did you tell your parents, uh, about this cutting an edge in the universe? And they, they, so then I tried a different tactic, pen pal, because I said, uh, I said, uh, well, this is not going to work, uh, going head to head with this, uh, Edgemaster 2000. Cause, oh, coming up, no, they don't celebrate Halloween, but they were kind of familiar with it. And I said, well, you don't celebrate Halloween. Uh, don't you know the idea of tricks, uh, tricks or treats, uh, and they said, tell us about the tricks. And I said, oh, like uh, carving a jack-o'-lantern or, uh, you know, just doing stuff like that. Uh, but that didn't appeal. Other than this, my pal, they TP'd me. So I'm covered in TP from the, yeah, TP, like toilet paper. And they're still planning on cutting, using, like getting all the materials this bike needs, which now I'm realizing whatever these raw materials are. And my ominous sense of the bike is that it's not a motorcycle. It is some sort of a cosmic thing that uh, they are. So, Scooter, if you can hear me, I'm, I'm trying to get a hold of you. I'm covered in toilet paper. Scooter, I'm covered in TP. I could use some help. Uh, okay, so Stan, are you... Stan, did you say... Uh, Teen, 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 are you singing a song like Teenage Dream? T, 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 Tea Leaves? I don't understand. Why are you? I was having a dream where you're talking to me through a toilet paper kazoo. Toilet paper tube kazoo. It didn't make any sense. Okay, sisters, I hear you. I'm coming to the. Hi, sisters, reporting for duty. Uh, right away, sisters, what do you need me to do? Oh, you're having a Halloween party. Really? Okay. Oh, right here on the bridge. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, oh, no, I wouldn't assume I'm invited. Thank you for, uh, so you need me to decorate. Okay. Okay, so I'll just go to the decoration uh, storage area and get the decorations. Okay. Okay, so I'll go get those decorations. I didn't even know we had them. I didn't know. Interesting. Uh Okay, so I'm going to head to this, uh, hey, pen pal, I'm glad you're listening, going to uh, get some deck. Oh, hi, sister, are you coming with me? Oh, you're leaving the other two sisters behind? Oh, you had a question for me. Sure, go ahead. Uh, what can I help you with? Oh, you need a, a, some advice on a costume. Okay, well, um, uh, I'm just collecting, I'm going to be decorating, so what... Uh, you don't have any ideas for a co- Oh, you got to make your own costumes, huh? Okay, well, um, let me see. What would be the perfect... So, sister, as well as I know you... Oh, it has to be... Oh, it's a co- Oh, it's like a... With other... You're going to be in communication with other people? Oh, so it's a contest. Uh, or just between the three of you. 
Okay, well, um, I would say from remembering like our days together when I was a young lad, sister, I think there was like, I remember you had some sort of thing, uh, which you would use to make the grades. It was like a paper calculator, but I always thought it was the answer key. But I'm thinking that maybe there's like a pun you could put together, like uh, maybe one of those things like that you you could be an answer key. So that way, because you're the most mysterious, you were always the most mysterious. So it's, uh, I don't know, like, uh, like, so answer key. Okay. So that's all you need. Great, great sister. I'm so happy to help. I'm just going to get the rest of these decorations. Oh, hi, sister. No, yeah, the other, yeah, yeah, your sister was here. Um, oh, good to be alone with you. Great. Yep. Uh, nothing like, is there something I can help? Oh, you need a costume idea. Oh, tell, for like a Halloween costume contest? Okay. You know, um, I was thinking would be a great one for you, sister, is like, like, uh, it is like like you could be. Do you have any idea? Okay, of one of your students. Well, what about an animal version of your student? Like how they like you could capture, like an animal that captures how your students you want them to feel. Uh, like uh, something. I'm thinking something with a shell. Something that. Uh, oh yeah, turtle. Yeah. That is how I felt, uh, is, uh, one of your students. Yeah. Like, uh, but you don't tell them you're a turtle, but you're so much more, uh, you're a spiritual turtle. You make me feel like a spiritual, you spiritually make me feel like a turtle is what the message you're, uh, you're, so that, I think that's a good costume, sister. Okay, great. I'm going to bring, I'll see, you're going to go to your, uh, okay, you're going to go work on your costume. I'm going to bring these to the, um, and start decorating. Hi, sister. Yeah, the other sisters are, uh, I guess, off doing some stuff. I'm just going to be decorating here, putting up these, uh, you know, uh, CATSs and pumpkins and, uh, yeah. What, you look, uh, you're like, you're thinking about something, Oh, you need a how you need to win the Halloween contest, eh? Yeah. Oh, you need help. Uh, well, you you were the one that always talked about being saintly, right, sister sister saintly, wasn't that? Oh no, that was uh, that was your nickname, sister. Means you know the, you're the most saintly of all the sisters. Yeah. So, huh? Like, uh, I guess this is a, this is an out of the box idea, sister. And it probably will win the contest uh, just because my brain has been thinking of costumes for some reason. And you just got lucky by being the last person to ask for help. But I was thinking, like, if, you know, you're having a party. Part of parties, especially at schools, once upon a time was apple bobbing, right? But what if we made an apple bob that was impossible, around your waist like uh or you could like you could actually do it but you would wear it uh why great question sister well one make sure we have waxed really big apples so that's part one with the toughest skin possible real apples though but the you know that food moderator can do it 
Okay, then we make sure we have a deep vat, uh, a deep uh, basin, you know, so you can't touch the bottom of the basin. And I think if it's on suspenders, that would have a little give to it. So it would make it even harder to touch the bottom. Like you can even pull it down a little if somebody's – but we, like I think at the angle, if you were wearing it around your waist uh, – Again, it would have to be watertight. Yes, sister. But so that way, and we put a pool noodle around the out, inside of the outside rim because the other strategy you would do is like get it under your chin and then use the wall, the rim to hold. Yeah, and then you'd bite into the apple. But if a pool noodle's there, you'd, it'd be harder because you'd have to go under the pool noodle around it. Okay, I think I'm finished with the, all the um, decorations, by the Oh, there's no streamers? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, sister. There is no streamers. Um, I didn't see any streamers in the decoration boxes. Uh, oh, you were out of streamers. So I'll have to make them? What do I make? Oh, to- toilet paper. Okay, sister. Um, but make sure they're orange. So I should use crayons and markers to color toilet paper orange and black. Okay, you're going to go work on your costume. Okay, well, I guess I get to put up these. Okay. Well, markers don't work on toilet paper. And crayons don't work on toilet paper. Oh, boy. And I had a dream about Stan. Okay, these... um. Okay, so these um, yeah, these uh, these paints work pretty good. So I'll decorate these, and then I'll hang them up to dry. They'll be hung up. Uh, but I was I was also thinking, pen pal, maybe I could wrap myself in TP as like a TP uh, like a costume, you know, like I'm wrapped in stuff, uh, and then I just stay here for the party, like I sit in a chair, because I'd like to see which sister want. But then I could, yeah, I'm gonna wrap myself in toilet paper now. But then maybe I'll get, oh, I'm going to close my eyes. I'm wrapping my head. And, oh, hey, Stan. Scooter, where have you been? I'm covered in, you're covered in TP. Did you, Scooter, did you get TP'd? Uh, he's kind of Stan. And I also was like, somehow I was listening to you. On, I don't know. On, on the, like, sorry, I'm late. Scooter, yeah, I wish you were here sooner. Uh, school's about to let out. And the uh, Scooter thing so... Okay, let me get this toilet paper off you, Stan. Thanks, thanks, Scooter. Uh, thank you, Stan. Um, it, uh, so, oh boy. Um, so you, so when you last left off, uh, you were trying to be edgy with the kids by telling them about uh, Halloween tricks, right? Scooter, I was, and. Uh, uh, that's a motorcycle over there. Stan, I got bad news. Scooter, what is it? I think they may have listened to an episode of a podcast I deleted one time. Scooter, what do you mean? Well, I was like doing, I wrote some fan fiction. There used to be a show called Night Rider. So when I was thinking of Rider of the Night, I think that was like a, like a, a romantic fan fiction about uh so night right there was michael knight and then there was night rider uh, then there was kit uh okay scooter you're confusing me okay so there was michael knight he was a human 
then there was a car and then there was kit uh kit was like a computer in the car or the car itself i, I don't know um that was one of the things they debated about a lot was a car rider and then kit was a computer but kit was a computer in a, a talking car or a car with a talking computer but the car had some intelligence and sentience uh Okay, Scooter, what do you do? What do you mean? Well, I was just thinking these kids may have listened to that podcast I made because I called it Rider of the Night, you know, like, uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Scooter, I don't understand. So it was a procedural show. Uh, I guess you could say it was episodically modular even, where Michael Knight worked for a corporate, worked for some... Let's just keep it simple. Michael Knight was a heroic character, along with his sidekick, Kit, and maybe the like the rider, the car. And he would go places in this car and solve problems for people. Between him and the car and his team, they would uh, help somebody. Like uh, somebody wanted to take the town's water, he would help them. Scooter, like the A-team? It, it, same, yeah, same, like very similar to the A team. Like, was Scooter anything? So, was there a Murdoch? Um, I don't remember, Stan. Pro, I don't know. Uh, but you know, um, I know, like, please don't call Scooter. I'm just wondering, you know, so that, uh, why you were so connected to it. Well, I was more connected to it because I said, uh, I, I, like, I was just writing, like, uh, fiction about it uh, that you would read after dark at night. Okay, Scooter, what does this have to do with anything? I don't know. Uh, do you think the—are you listening into Stan and I's conversation, Bike? Uh, oh, you are, huh? Edge Edgemaster 2000, eh? Okay. Pretty edgy, I heard. I heard you're pretty—heard it's pretty dull around here. Yeah, I was just talking to the soda machine because I got nothing better to do. Um, yeah, you know what I was thinking, you know, that, uh, I was just wondering, like, which is, like, uh, so if you, if you cut a, a hole, like, cause you kind of look like less like a pizza cutter and more like a fabric cutter to me. And I always heard warnings, you know, every time I go, let me tell you about my problems, uh, are you? Because the thing that was always confusing to me about Night Rider and Kid, am I talking to the whole bike or just to you? The, okay, just you. That's what I thought. I mean, I get this some of the whole parts. So anyway, anyway, back to me. Oh, I was wondering because I I used to like to like I get what you're saying about the universe, man. Like uh, I used to try to go to particle colliders or particle accelerators and ask to say, Hey, what could you pop this bubble? Could your particle collider pop? If I blow a really big bubble of gum, like, and I, could you, could you, would you pop it? Uh, and then they would, I usually have to say that over the speaker at the gate. Uh, so do you mind me coming by? I got a big, I got four pieces of gum in my mouth. Uh, so, but they do always try to point out to me the difference of like ripping a hole in time and space. Uh, 
Now you're talking about cutting a hole. You're not even talking about cutting a hole. You're talking about cutting an edge into time and space, right? St- oh, Stan, I put the. I think I put the the uh, the the Edge Master two thousand asleep. Scooter, the teens are going to be here soon. I'm just wondering what we should do. Okay, well, you know, my opinion, Stan, and I don't want to criticize you because I know most of the time you're the one figuring all this out. But I do think you, like, uh, you um, kind of sold Halloween short, right? Because uh, the uh, whole purpose of Halloween is not just the tricks. It's trick or treat, but most of the time we get the treats. Okay, Scooter. So I just was thinking I wouldn't reward the teens because that would just make them more likely to. Okay, but isn't there anything we could do with the the treat part uh, that would help our situation? Because sometimes being edgy, you know, they call me the edgeless boy, Stan. So I'm the last person to go to about, you know, you know, know, remember Nana called me the not bad boy. Meaning, yeah, he's not bad, not bad at all. uh, so I know, but one thing I know about edge, you don't want like a scooter. Yeah, you're scooter. You're right. What if we, uh, scooter, I could create a Halloween party here. All the teens could take place. It would be good for business. Uh, the owner I've been, uh, feeding information about, uh, Halloween. So it's already decorated and we could have, I could give all the candy. We could, uh, we, I could scooter. I think I have some sort of strange powers. I can create a, a simulation the teens will believe because it'll be partially real somehow. Where we'll have a Halloween party after the trick or treating, but the teens will go trick or treating here, and I'll give them candy, all all the candy uh, that you would normally get. But I will cut edges off all the candy. So, okay, Stan, so you're talking about uh, instead of a Reese's uh, peanut butter cup, it would be, Scooter would be a peanut butter square with exposed sides. Or like a Milky Way, Scooter, yeah, it'd be, a, it'd be the same thing, snack size, but more cubular. And what about like a Skittle? Scooter, we can do that, but I don't know if that's such a good idea. We'd ha- you'd have to sand the edges down. I think this is, uh, but you, all the other, so they'll be trading their edged candy. Scooter with kids, Scooter, I'm already doing this. As you can see, the simulation's taking place. The teens are here. Well, Stan, you do really have some cosmic powers now, and it's not going well. No one wants candy without, candy needs its edge, uh, I mean, no one wants candy, like, it makes sense, too. Uh, those Skittles, those M&Ms, even the scooter, it's, uh, the teens are very dissatisfied with the edge, edgy, uh, yes. And, okay, Stan, just let's get, the one thing I know about teens is, let, okay, the party's letting out, uh, now the, uh, every, now that everybody's alone, the motorcycle starting to talk to him, and the teens are mad at the motorcycle. See, oh boy, yep, uh, they're throwing their candy. 
at the edge, uh, Scooter, they're very unhappy. Uh, yeah, Scooter, this, Scooter, this kind of worked. It, it kind of works, Stan, but the, now the teens are storming out. Uh, there's only one problem. Yes, Edgemaster2000, you're the problem. I, I'm glad you were listening. And Stan and I realize that uh, you uh, will just find more teens uh, with your sweet, sweet words. And obviously, they're not going to listen to me or Stan. And eventually, you'll gather the things you need to put an edge in the universe, huh? The only thing missing, though, is that while I'm talking, Stan's figuring out a better solution. And the fact is that, uh, you know, one of the ways we'll get there is that, you know, many of the, uh, you know, the greatest, like, thing was that with the Rider of the Night was that uh, Michael had uh, feelings for both Kit and the car, and that was the underlying tension that kept me coming back. You know, I never talked about it on the nose, uh, but I would, you know, create fake profiles, even though there was no other fans of this thing. I'd create fake profiles and take sides in the great uh, kit rider debate uh, that the car was rider and the computer was kit. Uh, and that seems to be the case with you and the bike, huh? Um, in that you need it, but you're not, so it's like, you're kind of, uh, you need the teens because you, you, you need the bike and the teens, uh, scooter. I'm thinking of an idea though. Okay. Stan, what's your idea? Well, scooter, sometimes when you go on and on and on, it creates, uh, it warms up some of my, it warms up some of my solid state electronics in a way that's not great for my processing or when I anticipate you're uh, going off on, you know, uh, I guess I know, Stan, but I don't want to. You're saying sometimes I, Scooter, I get frustrated. Okay. And Scooter, I was thinking of meatloaf. Oh, yeah, that frustrated. And no, 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 Scooter, the meatloaf from the movie the the movie we watch every Halloween. Oh, okay. Uh, Eddie, yes, scooter. So I'm, I'm uh, scooter. Can you put start dressing the motorcycle in this outfit? Okay, Stan. Uh, so you're gonna dress the motorcycle like Eddie, right, scooter? And okay, that's very that's very edgy looking motorcycle with pizza cutter for wheels. That's not a motorcycle, but it seems like a motorcycle. Yeah, sorry, uh, Edgemaster two thousand. This motorcycle's really edgy. Scooter, now what are you gonna? What, 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 what do you think we should do next? Well, if your theory's correct, Stan. Um. We should, uh, we can't move the motorcycle because we don't know how much of the uh, materials they got. But if the motorcycle were to start singing meatloaf over and over again, like songs, you know, waiting, you know, waiting for the heart to start and then I drive or whatever, school would be better if it was singing because I'm sure that the computer knows the correct lyrics. What if it was in a, a perpetual loop of, uh, the motorcycle uh, singing the incorrect lyrics uh, forever.
in a terrible meatloaf uh, voice, you know, a poor version of meatloaf. I think you're probably right, Stan, that uh, eventually the computer would realize uh, that it needs to, that Scooter, yeah, let's, we're going to go, Scooter, I guarantee it'll work. Uh, okay, so it looks like it's starting. It is hard to listen to. Holy cow. Uh, is that my voice, Stan? Scooter, it is. You recorded these. Uh, I found them in... Uh, I found them in your room. Okay. Oh, because I asked you to back everything. Scooter, correct. You asked me to back everything up. Okay. So, um, so eventually what's going to happen is we'll, we'll, uh, if we stop listening for our own sake, um, Scooter, it's already happening. Um, the computer and, um, bike are canceling one another a scooter a scooter there's something delusional about this yes yeah, stan that's exactly it it's two different pieces of powerful delusion you're right uh i just realized that so uh it seems like uh the only way to do it would be for the two pieces of delusion like either to learn to live with one part of it constantly singing meatloaf forever and I can easily debolt you and maybe buy you off the pizza shop, or we could just go to sleep. But if I was like a motor, like if I was a, well, I guess if I was a motorcycle, like they, there is a way. If I was a computer device on a motorcycle that thinks it's sentient but is just made from powerful delusion, and I was in the presence of a motorcycle that could cut edges in time and space. If I uh, hit a right level of delusion, it would just cancel. We would just cancel all. Oh, there it goes. It's all turned to a dust, Stan. Scooter, what happened? Well, it's like one of those things where, like, uh, I don't know, like, what would happen, correct, like, uh, factually. But basically, we had two powerful chunks of delusion. A bike, uh, it's delusional to have a device that would cut an edge in time and space, right? I guess, yeah, I guess so, Scooter. And it's also delusional to think you would use the device. But you can't have a device. But then, uh, I don't know. So this is basically it's two pieces of delusion that were separate. And the only way, like the same vibrations cancel one another out, Stan. Oh, Scooter, you could have just said that. Yeah, but it took me a while to figure that out. Well, Scooter, it seems like uh, we should, uh, like, maybe, maybe, Scooter, maybe you want to eat some pizza and then lie in the booth and, and nap by me. Uh, yes, and you go to sleep. I'll be here. I'm going to, um, I'm going to, I'm going to have this booth and I'll pat, I'm going to pat you and eat some pizza here together while we rest. Okay, Scooter, I'm going to rest. Good night. Good night, Stan. Good night, everybody.